0: On the line with us, Louise Hutchinson, who's a spokesperson for Sunny, the head of the Waikato mongrel mob chapter. Hello, Louise.
1: Uh, kia ora. Kia, ora. kia ora.
0: So good to talk with you. As you would imagine, I'm sure, and you've probably heard and read some of the feedback about Sunny's um, exemption uh, to be an essential worker. A couple of quick things. Is he getting paid to do this role by the government? No, he's not. He's not. He's not. Is there a potential that he could be smuggling drugs? I'm, I'm reading texts and texts and texts upon this that he's smuggling drugs. Is he watched or is he being monitored in any way, shape or form?
1: Well, it's just absolutely ridiculous for New Zealanders to think that uh, Sunny is transporting drugs into Auckland. Sunny is there for the well-being and safety of, of the members in their whānau in Auckland and actually for the well-being of Auckland and the greater New Zealand. You know, this we know this COVID is deadly. And so we're playing Sunny with along with the members in Auckland are playing their part in ensuring that any COVID cases that were part of our organization up there were dealt with and quickly and as of Monday our cluster has resolved itself. So they participated in testing. We have our own contract tracing that we've been doing alongside South Seas and the Cause Collective and ensuring that our people who don't... You see, many of our people don't even own phones,
0: Mm.
1: you know? So, Mm. you know, people that I've heard ringing up today are so far removed from the grassroots communities that Mm. they have no idea what's actually happening on the ground in the most impoverished and disenfranchised communities in this nation. And here they are, rolling up their sleeves and playing their part. So it's really, really disappointing to hear some of the feedback that's coming through on the radio because at the end of the day these people are human mm.
0: and
1: they have children you know they are at risk of this as well so there will be know, people
0: listening to this louise um that are say, yes they are people and they've got children but what about the damage they do in the community with the peddling and the meth yeah. and selling drugs to young people and the violence that they cause I, I i'm not saying i agree with all of that but some of that you can understand can't you
1: talking about methamphetamine we're here talking about COVID and the exemption of a leader who is highly respected in in their in his strategy to address this, I, it's got nothing at all to do with drugs.
0: No, the- of course I agree with you, but you can see there's going to be some connection there given the 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 mob's history. You can you can you can see that that people are going to go, hey, these guys cause so much harm. Why would we give an exemption to a person like this when there's so many that can't get them? I mean, I, I I'm I don't know how much you've heard, but I'm fully supportive of him doing this because I think he obviously carries a lot of mana. Is, incidentally, is Sonny? Vaccinated himself. Yes. Double shotted. Yes. Was he tested before he crossed the? It's James here. Was he tested before he crossed the, the border?
1: He has to, you know, as anybody. We're all following the strict protocol. So even when he returns, he has to do the whole isolation. So it's impacting. Oh, okay. you know, and, and at the end of the day, it was a huge. It wasn't something he took lightly mm. to actually travel up there because you know.
0: Who asked him to do it?
1: The crisis response team that we've been working with um, in South Auckland.
0: And is it having the desired effect?
1: Well, our cluster has resolved. So that is, means it's it has been hugely successful and we now have no people with COVID.
0: So how many did you have with COVID?
1: We had approximately four.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. And, and we're talking about living conditions where, you know, um, say, transitional housing where people are in a very close proximity to one another. We, You know, you've got children playing in very tightly condensed housing. This is how quickly COVID spreads. So, you know, all these presumptions that people have about what's going on out there, this is how quickly it moves. So... You know that's why we jumped on it straight away, and luckily we've had the support of South Seas Healthcare and the Cause Collective because of their experience from the AOG chapter. I mean, these that's how we're connected to that. You know, because our Fano are, are related. It's Pacifica, how it's it's just played out. It's it's not this um, perception of what's being played out there around you know gangs and everything that's going on. Mm. You no, know, these are just far no to us, like we're connected and, you know, it's just like quite disturbing to hear a lot of the rhetoric that's coming across the airwaves today.
0: So would Sunny have convinced how many people from the mongrel mob to get vaccinated?
1: Well, we're, I mean, we're talking specifically about the kingdom here mm. and our people up there. So, I mean, we, we now have a... Um, education workshop scheduled for next Saturday that we've been trying to roll out prior to the lockdown right. and that will and that will have the ability to influence you know much wider than that because that, our people you know they obviously like people have heard they don't they have very little trust in mm. government departments and the health system because of the inequality so, we, you know, we've worked really hard to bring in the likes of Dr. Rowdy, Jensen, um, yeah. Colin, Tonga, who's been, those people have been helping us the last three weeks to ensure that we have the most accurate information and we can equip our people to know the truth around vaccination and what's in the vaccine and all those types of things.
0: Which is a concern. Louise, really, thank you very much for calling up. You're welcome. Nice to talk with you.